First Kings chapter 7 But Solomon was building his own house thirteen years, and finished all his house. He built also an house called the Forest of Lebanon, an hundred cubits long, and fifty cubits broad, and thirty cubits high, upon four rows of cedar pillars, and cedar beams were laid upon the pillars. And it was covered above with cedar upon the beams that lay on forty and five pillars, fifteen in a row. And the windows were in three rows, and the window was against the window in three ranks. And all the doors and all the side posts with the windows were four square. And the window was over against window in three ranks. And he made a porch of pillars fifty cubits long, thirty cubits broad. And the porch was before them, even before them were thirty pillars. Then he made a porch for the throne, where he judged, even a porch of judgment, and it was sealed with cedar from the pavement to pavement. And in his house where he dwelt was another hall, more inward than the porch which was of the same work. Also Solomon made an house for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had taken to wife, like unto this porch. All these were of costly stones, hewed by measure and sawed with saws within and without, from the foundation unto the stones of an handbreadth, and on the outside of the great court. And then the foundation was of costly stones, and great stones, even of stones of ten cubits, and stones of eight cubits. Above were also were costly stones squared by rule, and boards of cedar. And the great court round about was with three rows of hewed stones, and a row of cedar beams. So was it in the inner court of the house of the Lord, and to the porch of the house. Then Solomon sent and fet one Hiram out of Tyre. He was a widow's son of the tribe of Naphtali, his father being a man of Tyre, and wrought in brass. He was full of wisdom and understanding and knowledge to work in all matter of work in brass. He came to King Solomon and wrought all his work. For he cast two pillars of brass, and the height of a pillar was eighteen cubits, and a thread of twelve cubits compass either of the pillars. And he made two chapters of molten brass to set on the tops of the pillars. The height of one of the chapters was five cubits, and the height of the other chapter was five cubits. He made grates like network and wreathen work like chains for the chapters that were on the top of the pillars, even seven for one chapter and seven for the other chapter. So he made the pillars and the two rows of pomegranates round about in one grate to cover the chapters that were upon the top, and thus he did for the other chapter. And the chapters were on top of the pillars, and they were after the lily work in the porch for cubits. And the chapters upon the two pillars had also above, over against the belly, within the network, pomegranates. For two hundred pomegranates were in the two ranks, about upon either of the two chapters. And he set up the pillars in the porch of the temple. And when he had set up the right pillar, he called the name thereof Jachin. And when he had set up the left pillar, he called the name thereof Boaz. And upon the top of the pillars was work of the lilies. So was the workmanship of the pillars finished. And he made a molten sea of ten cubits wide, from the brim to brim, round in compass and five cubits high, and a line of thirty cubits did compass about it. And under the brim of it were knops and wild cucumbers, 
compassing it roundabout. 10 and 1 cubit compassing the sea roundabout, and two rows of knops were cast when it was molten. It stood on 12 bulls, three looking toward the north, and three looking toward the west, three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east. And the sea stood above upon them, and all their hinder parts were inward. And it was in handbreadth thick, and the brim thereof was like the work of a brim of a cup with flowers and lilies. It contained two thousand baths, and he made ten bases of brass. One base was four cubits long, and four cubits broad, and three cubits high. And the work of the bases was on this manner. They had borders, and on the borders were between the ledges, and on the borders that were between the ledges were lions, bulls, and cherubim. And upon the ledges there was a base above, and beneath the lions and the bulls were additions made of thin work. And every base had four brazen wheels and plates of brass, and the four corners had undersetters under the cauldron, were undersetters molten at the side of every addition. And the mouth of it was within the chapter, and above to measure by the cubit. For the mouth thereof was round, made like a base, and it was a cubit and a half of a cubit. And also upon the mouth thereof were graven works, whose borders were four square, and not round, and under the borders were four wheels, and the axle trees of the wheels joined to the base, and the height of the wheel was a cubit and a half a cubit, and the fashion of the wheels was like the fashion of a chariot wheel, their axle trees and their naves and their fellows and their spokes were all molten, and four undersetters were upon the four corners of one base, and the undersetters thereof were of the base itself. And in the top of the base were a round compass of half a cubit round about. And upon the top of the base, the ledges thereof, and the borders thereof were of the same. And upon the tables of the ledges thereof, and on the borders thereof, he did grave cherubim, lions, and palm trees, on the side of every one, and additions round about. Thus made he ten bases. They had all one casting, one measure, and one size. Then made he ten cauldrons of brass. One cauldron contained forty baths, and every cauldron was four cubits. One cauldron was upon one base throughout the ten bases. And he set the bases, five on the right side of the house, and five on the left side of the house. And he set the sea on the right side of the house, eastward toward the south. And Hiram made cauldrons and basins, and basins, and Hiram finished all the work that he made for King Solomon for the house of the Lord, to wit two pillars and two bowls of the captors that were on the top of the two pillars, and two grates to cover the two bowls of the chapters which were upon the top of the pillars, and four hundred pomegranates for the two grates, even two rows of pomegranates for every grate to cover the two bowls of the chapters that were upon the pillars and the ten bases, and the ten cauldrons upon the bases, and the sea, and twelve bulls under that sea, and pots, and besoms, and basins, and all these vessels, which Hiram made to King Solomon, for the house of the Lord, were of shining brass. In the plain of Jordan did the king cast them in clay, between Succoth and Zaratan. And Solomon left to weigh all the vessels, because of the exceeding abundance, 
neither could the weight of the brass be counted. So Solomon made all the vessels that pertaineth unto the house of the Lord, the golden altar and the golden table, whereupon the showbread was, and the candlesticks, five at the right side and five at the left, before the oracle of pure gold, and of the flowers and of the lamps, and of the snuffers of gold, and of the bowls and of the hooks and of the basins, and of the spoons and the ash pans of pure gold, and hinges of gold for the doors of the house within, even for the most holy place, and for the doors of the house to wit of the temple. So was finished all the work that King Solomon made for the house of the Lord, and Solomon brought in the things which David his father had dedicated, the silver and the gold and the vessels, and laid them among the treasures of the house of the Lord. First Kings chapter 8 Then King Solomon assembled the elders of Israel, even all the heads of the tribes, the chief fathers of the children of Israel, unto him in Jerusalem, for to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord from the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled unto King Solomon on the feast in the month of Athanim, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took the ark. They bare the ark of the Lord, and they bare the tabernacle of the congregation, and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. Those did the priests and the Levites bring up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him were with him before the ark, offering sheep and beeves, which could not be told, nor numbered for multitude. So the priests brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord into his place, into the oracle of the house, into the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubims. For the cherubims stretched out their wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubim covered the ark, and the bars thereof above. And they drew out the bars, that the ends of the bars might appear out of the sanctuary before the oracle, but they were not seen without, and there they are unto this day. Nothing was in the ark save the two tables of stone which Moses had put there at Horeb, where the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. And when the priests were come out of the sanctuary, the cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Then spake Solomon, The Lord said that he could dwell in the dark cloud, and I have built thee an house to dwell in, and habitation for thee to abide in forever. And the king turned his face and blessed all the congregation of Israel, for all the congregation of Israel stood there. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, spake with his mouth unto David my father, and hath with his hand fulfilled it, saying, This day that I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, Egypt, I chose no city of all the tribes of Israel to build an house, that my name might be there, but I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. It was in the heart of David my father to build an house to the name of the Lord, God of Israel. And the Lord said unto David my father, Whereas it was in your heart to build an house unto my name, thou didst well, that thou wast so minded. Nevertheless, thou shalt not build the house, but thy son shall come, that shall come out of thy loins, he shall build the house unto my name. And the Lord hath made good his word that he spake, and I am risen up in the room of David my father, 
and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised, and have built the house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. And I have prepared therein a place for the ark, wherein is the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the sight of all the congregation of Israel, and stretched out his hands towards heaven, and said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above or in earth beneath, that thou keepest covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all their heart. Thou hast kept with thy servant David my father, that thou hast promised him. For thou spakest with thy mouth, and hast fulfilled it with thine hand, as appeareth this day. Therefore now, Lord God of Israel, keep with thy servant David my father, that thou hast promised him, saying, Thou shalt not want a man in my sight to sit upon the throne of Israel, so that the children take heed to their way, that they walk before me as thou hast walked in my sight. And now, O God of Israel, I pray thee, let thy word be verified, which thou spakest unto thy servant David my father. Is it true indeed that God will dwell on the earth? Behold, the heavens and the heaven of heavens are not able to contain thee. How much more unable is this house that I have built? But have thou respect unto the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hear the cry and prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee this day that thine eyes may be opened toward this house, night and day, even toward the place whereof thou hast said, My name shall be there, that thou mayest hearken unto the prayer which thy servant prayeth in this place. Hear thou therefore the supplication of thy servant, and of thy people Israel which pray in this place, and hear thou in the place of thine habitation, even in heaven, and when thou hearest, have mercy. When a man shall trespass against his neighbor, and he lay upon him an oath to cause him to swear, and the swearer shall come before thine altar into this house, then hear thou in heaven, and do and judge thy servants, that thou condemn the wicked to bring his way upon his head, and justify the righteous, to give him according to his righteousness. When thy people Israel shall be overthrown before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee, and turn again to thee, and confess thy name, and pray and make supplication unto thee in this house, then hear thou in heaven, and be merciful unto the sin of thy people as thy people Israel, and bring them again into the land which thou gavest unto their fathers. When heaven shall be shut up, and there shall be no rain, because they have sinned against thee, and shall pray in this place, and confess thy name, and turn from their sin, when thou dost afflict them, then hear thou in heaven, and pardon the sin of thy servants, and of thy people Israel, when thou hast taught them the good way, wherein they may walk, and give rain upon the land that thou hast given thy people to inherit. When there shall be a famine in the land, when there shall be pestilence, when there shall be blasting, mildew, grasshopper, or caterpillar, when their enemies shall besiege them in the cities of their land, or any plague, or any sickness. Then what prayer and supplication soever shall be made of any man or of all thy people Israel, when everyone shall know the plague in his own heart, and stretch forth his hands in this house, hear thou then in heaven, 
in thy dwelling place and be merciful and do and give every man according to his ways as thou knowest his heart for thou only knowest the hearts of all the children of men that they may fear thee as long as they live in the land which thou gavest unto our fathers moreover as touching the stranger that is not of thy people israel who shall come out of a far country for thy name's sake when they shall hear of thy great name and of thy great hand and of thy outstretched arm and shall come and pray in this house hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place and do according to all that the stranger calleth for unto thee that all the people of the earth may know thy name and fear thee as do thy people israel and that they may know that thy name is called upon in this house which i have built when thy people shall go out to battle against their enemy by the way that thou shalt send them and shall pray unto the lord toward the way of the city which thou hast chosen and toward the house that i have built for thy name hear thou then in heaven their prayer and their supplication and judge their cause if they sin against thee for there is no man that sinneth not and thou be angry with them and deliver them unto their enemies so that they carry them away prisoners unto the land of the enemies either far or near yet if they turn again unto their heart in the land to which they be carried away captives and return and pray unto thee in the land of them that carried them away captives saying we have sinned we have transgressed and done wickedly if they turn again unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies which led them away captives and pray unto thee toward the way of their land which thou gavest unto their fathers and toward the city which thou hast chosen and the house for which i have built for thy name then hear thou their prayer and their supplication in heaven thy dwelling place and judge their cause and be merciful unto thy people that have sinned against thee and unto all their iniquities wherein they have transgressed against thee and cause that they which led them away captives may have pity and compassion on them for they be thy people and thine inheritance which thou broughtest out of egypt from the midst of an iron furnace let thine eyes be open unto the prayer of thy servant and unto the prayer of thy people israel to hearken unto them in all that they call for unto thee for thou didst separate them to to thee from among the people of the earth for an inheritance as thou saidst by the hand of moses thy servant when thou broughtest our fathers out of egypt o lord god and when solomon had made an end of praying all this prayer and supplication unto the lord he rose from before the altar of the lord from kneeling on his knees and stretching out of his hands to heaven and stood and blessed all the congregation of israel with a loud voice saying blessed be the lord that hath given rest unto his people israel according to all that he hath promised there hath not failed one word of all his good promise which he promised by the hand of moses his servant the lord our god be with us as he was with our fathers that he forsake us not neither leave us that he may bow our heart that he may bow our hearts unto him that we may walk in all his ways and keep his commandments and his statutes and his laws which he commanded our fathers 
And these my words, which I have prayed before the Lord, be near unto the Lord our God day and night, that he defend the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel, always as the matter requireth, that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord is God and none other. Let your heart therefore be perfect with the Lord our God to walk in his statutes, to keep his commandments as this day. Then the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifice before the Lord. And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered unto the Lord, to wit, two and twenty thousand beeves, and an hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. The same day did the king hallow the middle of the court, which was before the house of the Lord. For there he made burnt offerings and the meat offerings and the fat of the peace offerings, because the brazen altar that was before the Lord was too little to receive the burnt offerings and the meat offerings and the fat of the peace offerings. And Solomon made at that time a feast and all Israel with him, a very great congregation, even from the entering in of Hamath unto the river Egypt before the Lord our God, seven days and seven days, even fourteen days. And the eighth day he sent the people away, and they thanked the king and went unto their tents joyous and with glad heart because of all the goodness that the Lord had done for David his servant and for Israel his people.